Hey friends, welcome back to another Friday Faith Foundations episode on the Robin Graham Show. I am Robin Graham, your host, a business growth strategist and coach. And this is just me organically in the raw, no fanfare, me and my mic sharing faith content with you. So welcome. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Today, we're going to talk about the need for self-discipline to succeed. You've probably heard me say it before, but if you want to succeed in life and business, you need mindset, strategy, action, and self-discipline. I'm adding a fourth thing to that formula. We face so many things in life, and if we want positive outcomes, we need self-discipline. It enhances our lives. We achieve more and are ultimately happier when we're self-disciplined. And the happier we are, the more success we achieve. So what does the Bible say about self-discipline? In 2 Timothy 1.7, we read, For the Spirit of God, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. There we have it. God gave us self-discipline. And if he gave it to us, we are to use it. We may find it hard to be self-disciplined, but God gave us the Holy Spirit to help us. It is like a muscle. We have it, but if we don't lose it, it won't get stronger. We build on our ability with the help of the Holy Spirit to be self-disciplined. So what are the benefits of self-discipline? There are many. Let's take a look at a few of the areas of our lives that can be influenced by self-discipline. We'll start with health, both physical and mental. As you know, health is paramount. We have these incredible, miraculous bodies and minds, but we have to care for them. You must have a level of self-discipline if you are going to maintain a healthy mind and body. Eating healthy and exercising takes energy, and many days, it's easier to skip the workout and eat on the go instead of practicing healthy habits. Instead of thinking of either as punishment, eating healthy or exercising, Think of both as habits that you've created to nourish your mind and body. Reframe your thoughts about the benefits of eating healthy and exercising. Then create and implement a strategy to visualize what your habits will look like and what you know you can adhere to. Take action consistently. You need self-discipline for all three, mindset, strategy, and action. If you aren't disciplined and don't adhere to the strategy and action, you won't succeed. And ultimately, you could put yourself at risk. If it's too hard to adopt healthy eating and start exercising at the same time, choose one and then add the other. But exercise is equally important to your mental health as it is to your physical health. And the same for eating healthy whole foods. When you have self-discipline, you choose to take positive action and do the mindset work to reframe your thoughts 
You create a strategy and you implement it and you take action consistently. The food you eat influences how you think and feel. So self-discipline to eat healthy is of the utmost importance if you want to achieve success. It may feel like a sacrifice. In Romans 12, 2, Paul tells us, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Sometimes we must do the hard thing and not conform to what society is influencing us to do or think. Maybe you want to give something up or change a behavior that isn't healthy. It will feel like you're sacrificing the fun stuff and it'll be hard. Again, this is where self-discipline, aka self-control, is critical. We can't change if we don't adhere to a strategy that may feel strict and hard. But if you want to be healthy and or achieve success, sacrifice and dedication are necessary. When you struggle with making a sacrifice in the name of self-discipline, think of how Jesus suffered so that you could have the Holy Spirit in you to guide you and support you and give you the strength to practice self-discipline. Another example is a journaling practice. You know that journaling is beneficial to your mental health and overall well-being, but you try it for a day and then stop. Self-discipline is key to creating a consistent journaling practice. When you employ self-discipline, you will be consistent and see results faster. But remember, if you slip up a day or two, it's okay. We're all human. When you practice self-discipline, you will be able to quickly get back into the routine that you are striving for. But it is important to give yourself that grace because let's face it, we all get so busy. Life is chaotic. So if you fall off the bandwagon, so to speak, and you lose momentum for a couple of days, it's okay. Because if you have been practicing self-discipline and you have dedicated to making sure that something is going to work for you, that you are going to create a practice or a habit, then you'll be able to get back into that. You just have to take the first step. So relationships, self-discipline can influence relationships in several ways. Let me ask you, how easy is it to get annoyed at someone? With self-discipline to do mindset work, you can transform your mind to think more positively so that the small annoyances and the big ones too, don't bother you as much. Self-discipline will also help you prioritize time with loved ones. In addition, as you employ self-discipline to improve or maintain your health, you will be more present and positive in relationships and be able to do and experience more with more joy. When you are self-disciplined to take care of yourself by eating healthy and exercising, you reduce stress and therefore are happier when, when you're with family and friends and coworkers. 
Paul's letter to Titus provided the expectation for elders of the churches, and we can apply this to relationships as well. In chapters, chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, he says, Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. Self-discipline, self-control, and willpower are all rolled up into one job description. Paul may have been outlining how elders were expected to live thousands of years ago, but the same applies to us today. Achievement. Self-discipline will help you adhere to the strategies you create to achieve your goals. It will help you set reasonable goals and achieve them in a timely manner. Self-discipline is an integral part of taking consistent action. Instead of putting things off, which will increase stress and ultimately negatively impact your mental health, relationships, self-discipline will allow you to check things off your list and achieve what you need to achieve the way you need to do so. Mm. How about your level of happiness? How does self-discipline influence your happiness? When you are healthier, you are happier. Likewise, when your relationships are going well, you're happier. The happier you are, the more likely you are to achieve success because happiness improves productivity. How about learning? Because we all need to learn. Learning goes well beyond our years in school. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know that this is so true. So it's pretty straightforward. When you are self-disciplined, to put in the time to learn on a consistent basis, you will learn more. The more you learn, the more you can apply to achieve success in all aspects of your life. Knowledge is power. Use self-discipline to start learning more scripture, for example. Dedicate time each day to read the Bible or do devotions. Instead of love, letting life distract you, use self-discipline to adhere to the strategy to learn more and therefore grow spiritually or in the knowledge you need for other areas of your life. Data shows that people who are self-disciplined learn better and perform better. People often get stuck in a someday phase. Someday I'll do that. Someday I'll have time for that. To get out of the someday phase, you have to learn and do. You have to take action to learn and do. At first, you'll spend more time learning and less time doing, but then the time split will flip. You'll need to spend less time learning and you will do more. When you know more, you hesitate less and take more action. The more action you take, the better you perform. For example, with public speaking, the more self-discipline you are, you have, the more you'll practice. When you practice more, your talk will come off better and resonate more with the audience. This is also true if you are on a sports team or a work team. The more self-discipline you are to practice, 
take action, and dedicate necessary time to projects, et cetera, the better your performance will be. Self-discipline also applies to being more thorough and making fewer mistakes because you take your time to ensure things are done right. You're more patient because you're not fighting against the clock. You've reduced your stress. And so you can take that time and be more thorough. Self-discipline is key to persistence and consistency, both of which help you achieve more. Not only that, but self-discipline helps you navigate and overcome adversity. Resiliency. You stay focused on the positive instead of letting the negative overrule your heart and mind. If you aren't achieving your goals, or maybe I should say, do you feel like you could achieve more? And I don't mean by working more. If you employ self-discipline, you will use your time better and become more efficient. Maybe it's staying off your phone, not scrolling on Instagram, eating healthier, time blocking, or exercising. Whatever it is that you need to do, use your self-discipline and do it. If you believe you can, you will. And the added bonus If you believe in Jesus as your savior, you have the Holy Spirit in you. He will give you the power of self-discipline when you ask him to. If you're struggling with self-discipline, ask the Holy Spirit. He is so eager to share his wisdom and knowledge, his power, all of those wonderful things with you, his gifts. But you have to ask. If you are struggling to grow your business because you haven't yet tapped into your self-discipline and need accountability to take intentional, effective action, to create a strategy that will work, schedule a free consult with me. Let's see how I can help you. It would be such an honor to learn more about you, your business, your goals, your dreams. All right, friends, that's a wrap for this Friday Faith Foundation episode. I'm so grateful you are here with me, and I hope you all have an incredible weekend. If you're interested, the Bible verses are in the show notes, and there are other additional links to related topics in the show notes. I encourage you to check them out. There's always a plethora of information in the show notes, and I think you'll find them helpful. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me by going to the website, therobingraham.com, where we actually have additional resources as well. You can go to the resource page and download our free ebook on 37 Bible verses that every entrepreneur should be familiar with and refer to and meditate on. And there's other resources there as well that I think you'll find helpful. So be sure and check that out. And again, thank you for being here and I'll see you next time.